0: On Thursdays at this time, uh, at one o'clock, every single Thursday, we convene the Bad Moms Club on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk One O Seven One. streaming live at mytalk 1071com We are everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, the Bad Moms Club. Here's what it is. Uh, you give us a call at 651-641-1071. Tell us what made you a bad mom this week by confessing you unburden yourself and then we restore your uh, status back to good.
1: So apparently I'm a bad mom. Join the club, honey. Bad moms, bad moms, what you gonna do?
0: What you gonna do when they cry for you? Bad moms, bad moms, what you
1: gonna do? What you gonna do when they cry for you? This is Bad Moms Club on The Colleen and Bradley Show. All moms are good until proven bad through public shaming on the radio. And then they're part of the club.
2: Did you do something?
1: I did. Of course I did.
0: Now, I just want to clarify before we go any further. In in the hopefully unlikely event that people uh, are misinterpreting Bad Moms Club, it's not like you're going to get Child Protective Services called on you well, for such a we thing? Well, unless we call
2: on you because you say you did something illegal, we're required.
0: This is Moms are our own worst critics. And so often we do things that we think, oh my gosh, that was like the worst thing I've ever done. And the rest of us are probably like, nah, I would have done the same thing. But- What'd you do? Here's what I did. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. I will go first as per usual. Um, You know how it goes when uh, a kid loses a tooth. Yeah. In the house.
2: Mm-hmm. You have to do this, like, song and dance, like, oh,
0: we're going to put it under your pillow. Right. And then...
2: The tooth fairy comes, which yep. is totally inappropriate in 2018. That's not a, a word we use anymore, but okay.
0: <laughs> so, but, you know, parents have a relationship with the tooth fairy. Yeah. We, we we communicate with the tooth fairy. Mm-hmm. Um, we tell the tooth fairy when the, the tooth has been lost. Okay. And then, you know, sometimes the tooth fairy needs us to front them a couple dollars, Right sometimes that's the arrangement well in this case the tooth fairy um needed to be spotted some money and so the place where we went to get the money from the tooth fairy was from the kids banks the kid who lost the tooth
2: are you following this So you stole from your child to give your child money
0: Pretty much, they broke even, is what I'm saying. When the Tooth Fairy
2: came, and did the child
0: know that you did this? No, we, we depended on the fact that the child maybe
2: wouldn't notice. So the child did notice.
0: To date, no.
2: I mean, did you restock the, or did the Tooth Fairy come back and?
0: No, I mean that money just went right back into the bank, and so.
2: Okay, well that's stealing. Basically,
0: it was a breaking even no, situation. That's
2: theft, actually, because you stole from your child.
0: Do You think that's terrible?
2: I don't think it's terrible. I think it's illegal. It's theft.
0: Is it illegal?
2: Yeah. I mean, you could go to jail.
0: I'm not going to go to jail. Well, you just told No, you're told supposed everybody. to tell me that I'm absolved and that I. C-
2: That's what you're doing.
0: Oh man, I, I did do not sign up for
2: this. Well, I want you to understand something. Your child. You took money out of a, a child's uh, pocket I'm gonna, to satisfy your own inadequacies. I'm
0: going to sit with this for a minute and see how I feel about okay. it. Uh, but I mean, let's. Let's go to Aaron kind of first. I'm
2: disappointed, actually.
0: <laughs> hey, Aaron, what makes yeah. you a bad mom this week? So I just bought these really cute thumbtacks from Target, <laughs> and my son took them out of the box, and he looked at me, smiled, and then threw them one by one <laughs> into the trash.
2: Um...
0: <laughs> so I, of
1: course, looked at the trash, noticed that it was full. This is the kitchen trash, mind you. And I said, <laughs> you're going to empty that trash out and sort through it until you find those bush.
2: I like you
0: Erin, wait, how old is your son again? He's six. Okay. I was just curious. <laughs> I felt terrible, but I thought, you know what?
2: That's a when lesson. When he's
0: stealing stuff from other people and has to go to prison, He's probably going to get much worse. Yep. I'll, I'll see it's him true. there, it's Aaron. Apparently true. I will see him in prison. <laughs> also, I would call that a logical consequence. And I hereby restore your mom's status back to good. So you can go on and bad mom more. Give us a call next week. Okay, Aaron? F- <laughs> Thank you. Will do. Thank you.
2: I mean, I I, I think that is genius. Actually. It's a
0: logical consequence. Yeah. You throw them away. He
2: will never forget that. Although he probably will because he's six.
0: He might not, though. That might be one of those ones that sticks. No pun intended. Also, thumbtacks at Target have gotten cuter. I do want to agree with her on that. Let's go to Dara. She's on the line. Dara, why are you a bad mom this week? Well, I was just calling because I've done the same thing you did. Oh, And my child never figured it out.
2: You stole from your child.
0: So you and I will also be in prison together. Oh.
2: Apparently. Do you think that's a lesson you really want to teach your child?
0: Dara, keep uh, cash on hand. This is that's the problem. Hey,
2: I always learned. Actually, I learned this a few years ago from my partner. You should always have twenty dollars in cash in your wallet.
0: Yeah, but that's the but problem. You if you have a give 20, your kid 20 bucks. Yeah, exactly. What that's you, all. That's well, all we're saying, all right. there, What there, is
2: a going rate for a? It, it depends. That's another uh, conversation
0: to, for another day. Okay, Dara, uh, you and I together in this moment will unite and restore each other's mom status back to good. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Go on to Bad Mom luck, more. Call us, call us next week. Let's go to Wheezy. Bradley. Weezy. Wheezy? My, my dog, dog is on the phone. Wheezy, hi. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good. What makes you a bad mom this week? Well, actually, Colleen, you're forgiven. I do the same thing. Oh. My kids have more money than I do. That's the problem. Isn't that the way it is? Well, Wheezy, thank you. Whose fault is that? I'm not getting birthday money. I'm not getting Christmas money. Yeah. I'm not getting money from the Easter Bunny. Weezy, thank you so much. And by the way, I'll tell you whose whose fault that is. It's the re- distant relatives that send money to our children all the time. But I'd rather. Is that ha- a bad thing? No, oh. but it's. Not, I'm not giving the money. This is the thing that I appreciate about that. I would rather they have money than crap that they don't play with. That's gonna like just clutter up my house. Yeah. Um. We are doing the Bad Moms Club. This is where people call in and confess and unburden themselves. What made you a bad mom this week? And then we restore your mom's I mean, I mom's think this status is the first week good. where I
2: think, yeah, you are actually a bad mom.
0: Okay. Let's go to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Colleen. Um, I. Oh, turn down your radio because you're going to hear us talking to each other. You're, I'll make you feel better. Okay. I just told you what happened. This happened a while back, and now I'm going to confess. There was a five dollar bill in her Christmas card, and I needed some
2: money for a caribou, and I took it. Oh my <laughs> god! I know, I know, I know. How Lisa- do you sleep at night, <laughs> <So> Lisa? I-, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know, Bradley. You could. I know you can come and arrest me now. And I, I think I topped both you guys. I feel so bad, Lisa. Thank you so but, much for calling. It's So
2: easy to like, you know, div- divest yourself of that. Uh, guilt.
0: I want to restore her mom's status back to good. And I also want to just say this that child was better for her mom having coffee.
2: Okay. okay? You know what? That it is was the sort for of her like child's benefit. That is just a level of uh, justification that boggles the mind and frankly just really disappoints me
0: whatever it's
2: trust me i know you know how it That's is like if my I, mom saying like trust mm-mm. me i need this cocktail because you okay. are too okay. hard to deal with
0: totally different now look at me is bradley it? look at me okay i'm gonna bring this real okay
2: i'm gonna bring this real i'm
0: gonna bring this real look at me if i don't have coffee how, what yeah, does but, that do d- but
2: there's a difference i can leave the room
0: Right, and my children can't. And so yeah. mom needs coffee. See you just proved Which the just entire says point. that You're an
2: addict and you need help, Colleen. And you are now spending your one children's to no one coffee. Exactly. Boy. <laughs> so what I'm saying is you're stealing your children's future while single handedly you know, no. I'm making not their future better. Your own I'm making their
0: immediate future better. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for participating in the Bad Moms Club today. We'll do it again next week at the same time. So save up those bad mom moments. Yeah. Unburden yourself Good with job. me here next week. Thank you. Now, when do we better. come back. <laughs> When we come back, we're borrowing a little something from Lori and Julia. It's called Hollywood speak, and we are going to have to when decipher. I'm borrowing, we're stealing. We're stealing. So okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, now we're okay with it.
2: Hey, look, <laughs> I'm just all about truth today. Okay. So drop
0: the truth bombs. Yeah. We're stealing. Uh, we're stealing. We're stealing a segment from Lori, from and, from Julia. Lori and Julia, uh, and we're going to do a little Hollywood speak when it comes to Jennifer Lawrence. After this, on my talk 107.1. So
2: what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Is the meaning of this.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're stealing adjust, their segment.
2: Don't adjust your dials. Mm-hmm. This ain't Lori and Julia. Nope,
0: it is the Colleen Julia. and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming oh, live know, at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Yeah, we're straight up stealing their segment. You know why? They don't like any of our segments, so fine.
2: We'll steal yours. We'll take and yours. they're also not listening because I'm pretty sure they're prepping for their own show, so don't, don't tell them.
0: I don't know. Somebody Psst. might come storming in. I All right. Know. We do need to Hollywood speak a story. Uh, what is it? What saith? Jennifer Lawrence, that we need to Hollywood
2: speak. Okay, so I think that there's some Hollywood speaking that needs to happen. See if you can figure it out. Because Hollywood speak, for those of you who don't know, is like a celebrity says one thing, but really uh, they're trying to perhaps throw us off the scent of the the real story Mm -hmm. or in another way say something, you know, completely um, else, different, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. Jennifer Lawrence said the following, quote, I don't like sex. I'm a germaphobe. She likes to talk about the D, but rarely makes the love. She also makes undergoing uh, prospective partners undergo uh, STI tests. That would be sexually transmitted disease tests. So um, I'm I'm real She's confused. been talking a lot lately okay. because of course she's in that new movie The Sparrow. Mm-hmm. I am talking like Russian lady. And uh, she says, this is what Jennifer Lawrence says. I am all bark and no bite. I always like to, I always talk like I want the D. But the truth <laughs> is, when I look back at my sexual past, it is always with boyfriends. So she's saying like, you know, she doesn't have sex out of a relationship. I talk like I like it, but I really don't like it. I'm, all, I'm mostly also a germaphobe. I have made it this far without an STI. The D is dangerous.
0: Wow. Okay, there's a lot going on in there. Um, do you have uh, it, it, what's jumping off the page at you when we talk Hollywood speak? Here, well, I trainer? have an idea
2: of what I think okay. is going on here. But I want you or Holly to tell me if you can do a little thinking. So think
0: about. Tell me if you can do a little thinking. I know, ladies. On International (laughs)
2: Women's Day, I know it's hard for you, ladies. Try thinking. But could you try to use your brain for once instead of letting your emotions take over? No. um, He's (laughs) kidding. I'm being facetious, (laughs) uh, as with most things. But um, so what do we. Okay, so Jennifer Lawrence is saying like, I'm very careful about when I have mm-hmm. sex. I only do it in a committed relationship. Uh-huh. What could she possibly be hinting at that we that is related to what we know about her or that we've rumored to know about her?
1: Oh, the, oh, okay. oh now it's coming together.
2: Oh, okay. Colleen, I know exactly
1: yep. what you're talking about. Why don't you share it with the rest of the room? So
0: we have sort of speculated that perhaps she was um, engaging in a sexual relationship with Harvey Weinstein during um, the time that they were working together. We, for a very long time, talked about the fact that there were women who were being propositioned by Harvey Weinstein that were saying no, and then came out later to talk about what that experience was like and how they did not take his advances. But we have never heard from somebody who did take his advances, and one of the people we've heard very little from around it is jennifer lawrence yeah plus we've read blind items so methinks, if i'm reading you correctly what you're saying is her doing this kind of talk around sexual relationships and specifically uh how um how much she has sex and that she only has it in relationships is her kind of saying she's saying I didn't didn't do that touch
2: Harvey Weinstein's wang because because it's been all
0: over Hollywood. Yeah.
2: So am I just being a complete tinfoil hat society there? But uh, that's what stuck out to me. No No pun pun intended, intended. When I read that story, what do you think?
0: I, I tend to think that because why would you just share that Without a context or a reason or a motive behind yeah. it, right?
2: Also, was she just, asked about her sex well, life? Well, yeah, I, I'm assuming it's within the context. I didn't, I, you know, I was reading sort of a summary from the Daily Mail about what she talked All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Diener, hosted the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com.
0: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trijani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rainn Wilson, Amor Tulls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
2: About in the sun, so shame on me, but um, I'm sure there is a legitimate context, but to me I was just like, oh, that's fascinating. You're talking about... You're being so, you know, outspoken and how like because she she even goes on to say, like, if if I was at the point where I could get an STI, doctors have already been involved. That's how much of a germaphobe I am. So she's saying basically, like, I'm not even having sex until I've like talked to the doctor to make sure the person I'm having sex with isn't going to give me some sort of sexually transmitted disease. Now, I think if you just read that story, you know, um, without much background on jennifer mm-hmm. lawrence you'd be like oh well that's a quirky story about her like how she talks about you know basically being a you know a wanton uh right. lady but really she's you know creeped out by the d which then i'm like well okay if i take that for what you're actually saying that's kind of unfortunate right like mm-hmm. that you're so um well that well, is first like- of all that you think that like genitals are disease carriers
0: also the like that when it gets in the way of your life yeah anything yeah that gets in the way of your ability to to live your life that is something that may deserve to be addressed i yeah. guess is what i'm saying yeah if you are that germaphobic that could be maybe pathological
2: yeah, and I guess if that's, again, take it face value, if she's telling the truth, then I just, I'm like, oh, that's, I feel bad for you, and maybe you should, like, deal with that, uh, but okay, thanks for sharing that weird part of yourself, but I actually think that she is, I just think Jennifer Lawrence is one of those people who at all times knows what kind of an image she's trying to portray to the world, and she is only letting on the things that she thinks will somehow uh, improve the, the public's image of her—that's
0: so interesting. Well, I would have to say, Bradley, um, I think we did a mighty fine job. Okay. After can you play s- that? Completely stealing Laurie and Julia's segment. Can we play that Hollywood again? speaking. Uh, that was. Or not? Oh, we got this thing going. That was pretty good. I'm proud of us. All right. We'll uh, steal listen more for segments. more segments if, that we steal from. If Lori there's and any Laurie and
2: Julia segments you'd like us to uh, abscond with, let us know.
0: Yeah. Because, again...
2: Can we do that sex talk thing?
0: Sex Mondays? Yeah. Why the heck not? Okay. We can do whatever we want. All right. They don't like our segments. We'll do theirs.
2: Yeah. All right. When we come sincerest back... Sincerest form of flattery. On the Colleen and Bradley our show. flattery is a sincerest form... What is it? We gotta
0: go. We're not the only D-bags in the room. We got more for you after this. Celebrities have been behaving badly since celebrities were a thing. And uh, we like to point at them on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk1071, One, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. We also podcast on the Podcast One Network. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. And uh, the name we like to call them is D-Bags.
1: Presenting Lord and Lady
2: Douchebag of the day bag, saying it. Okay, it's actually a two for today. <gasps> I would like to combine the following: Goop and Oprah, or as I like to call them, Goopra.
0: Surprise, that's not a thing because yet. Because they're
2: kind of like they're kind of like a transformer that combined to defeat the forces of all that's good in the world. No, they're actually. I'm sure a lot of people love the Gwyneth Paltrow, love the Oprah. But the reason I picked those two today, well, Gwyneth Paltrow has a new podcast. Mm. And it started Thursday, her inaugural podcast, The Goop uh, Podcast.
0: <clears throat> uh, does she call it something kicky like The Goop Cast or something?
2: Uh, no, it just, it's the just says podcast? The Goop Podcast. Mm-mm. The company's CEO, Gwyneth Paltrow, scored a pretty monumental first guest. And yes, you were probably able to guess it. It's Oprah. Oprah. Yep, she sat down and talked about all sorts of serious Oprah-y things. Lots of oprah E gale y Goopy uh, things. Lots of Maya Angelou was referenced. And uh, we learned some things, which I don't know if you, did you, so of the things about Oprah, what do you want to learn most? Like, what's the thing that's always been bugging you? Like, oh, uh, Oprah, why do you blank?
0: Why Why does she not marry Stedman?
2: Oh, okay. You're kind of there. Uh, the question that you'll find out the answer to on this podcast is why she doesn't appear very often in public with Stedman.
0: Okay. Well, that works, too.
2: Uh, it's because every time she took a picture with Stedman, the tabloids would write a story about her. And so she decided, therefore, to just avoid taking pictures with him.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. She said... I, um, I have, like, a counter to that, which is... The tabloids write stories about you anyway. Yeah,
2: right. So, um, and Gwyneth Paltrow totally relates. And then Oprah did this thing where she was like, oh, Gwyneth, you know, the only time I was in the tabloids is when you were. So thanks for that. (laughs) Uh, Okay, that
0: you just made me not ever, ever, ever ever want to listen to this.
2: She talked about um you know how she went to Maya Angelou for advice when things were getting pretty bad with the tabloids.
0: I mean we all have gone to Maya Angelou for advice right? only I have to buy a book at Barnes and Noble in yeah. order to do that.
2: And then Maya Angelou <laughs> would come forth and say, "Oprah, it's just the way it is." No, this is what she actually said. You are
0: a phenomenal woman. You are a
2: phenomenal woman. <laughs> You are the light. Okay, so she says, um, and by the way, I love Maya Angelou. I do too. I went to see her once live here when she came to you the have Twin that? Cities. I have that. Mm-hmm. Quote, uh, that wasn't recent though because uh, RIP. Quote, it has nothing, <laughs> I'm sorry. God, my attitude is horrible. So Gwyneth was talking to Oprah about how she would go to Maya Angelou for advice. And she uh, said, quote, Maya Angelou did to Oprah, it has nothing to actually do with you. It has to do with whoever sat down at that computer that moment. It's true. I don't know what that means, though. I'm just sort of <laughs> moved by this. But when whenever Maya no. Angelou speaks, like, don't you imagine you'd just call her on the phone and be like, Maya, and she'd be like, I know. <laughs> like, And today... Yeah. You will go forth into the world. Like, I would just call her up okay. to hear...
0: Her read poetry her, yeah, to you. Uh, like,
2: the weather forecast for today <laughs> is shiny.
0: Okay, bright. this is what that meant. This is what I got from my Maya Angelou uh, in that quote. What she's basically saying is what we say all the time. When somebody writes you a nasty gram... It doesn't say anything about you. It says everything about that yeah, person. Which, I mean, I so love my know, Angelou, y'all. if but, you're going to send me a nasty gram, I'm thinking bad thoughts about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Or I just probably am not even thinking or about I Delete you. it. Uh, but what I will say is it's just so delightfully precious. She, you know, talks about this. Um, you know, it, it recounts this story that Winfrey says, that's why I stopped making so many public appearances with Stedman. Cause I realized every time there's a new photograph, there's a new story at this point. Paltrow, no stranger to theorizing about her personal relationships, chimes in. Mm -mm. It's an invitation. Oprah says, it's an invitation. You got that too, right? Paltrow says, yeah, it took me a minute, but I got it. I can't. And then Winfrey says, "I, I picture it. They've got the pictures on the wall. What do we have this week? What expression do we have? What can we create out of that?
0: Do you know what I want? Do you know what I want? Do you know? I'm like, I'm fuming right now.
2: What do you want?
0: I want to tell them that we don't want to listen to the two of you have a celebrity tea party where you lament about celebrity things that yeah, like, nobody can relate to. I don't want to listen to that. That is not vulnerable. That is not, that is, that is pompous. That is, that is, I am so angry. I can't even think of big words.
2: <laughs> I I mean I get that, and for the most part, like, but I also shame celebrities for trying to seem too relatable. So on the one hand, I sure. can't um, shame them too much because I think they're being authentically <laughs> douchebags, which provides fuel for this segment.
0: Thank you for providing um, a seg- segment. But
2: you know, there. But it would be nice if there were some sort of um, awareness, like, and then they, and then they both said, well. Aren't we lucky that right. we have these problems? But it does not ha sound ha. like they had that moment. Laughed. And then you could hear uh-huh. like uh, underneath some Maya Angelou music and her reading a speech about how we're all one in the universe and
1: because Deepak
2: Chopra comes in. And, I
0: mean, personally, because so, they know him. I mean, that's the reality, which is also not relatable. Again, if I want to get advice from Deepak Chopra, I got to download a book to my Kindle. Yeah. The th- it just like what, what I want... I uh, Nobody wants to sit and listen to somebody be like, oh my gosh, I can't go anywhere without people recognizing me. And it's gotten to the point where I have to actually stay inside. And so, you and, know, and then you just I have rickets have dinner. because dinner. I don't, ever <laughs>
2: <enough rickets. laughs>
0: because I don't get enough sunlight. I and mean, then I got
2: shingles Yeah, and then I, I got hear- Lyme's disease. And it's
0: all because I'm so famous. Everybody recognizes me.
2: I know. It, I don't don't you? To that. Don't you have this experience sometimes where you go to Carboni's and somebody says, "Are you Kelly Lindstrom from the radio?" and you just want to eat your mozzarella sticks.
0: And then and I got rickets because I had
2: to go home and stay. <laughs> so we decided never to go to Carboni's because that lady. Won't let leave me alone and stop recognizing me.
0: P.S. I mean, I,
2: I, I should be entitled to privacy, too. I'm sorry
0: for your loss, Colleen. Disclaimer, I will never stop going to Carboni's. No. Or as our social media person at the station calls it. Can I do it? I'm going to do it. Do you guys know what she calls it?
2: Yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want.
0: She calls it Bone Town. She's like, you going to Bone Town tonight? Yeah. She means Carboni's. I kind of love her for that. Yeah. Uh, no, I will never not go to Carboni's, for the record i just had to say that but that don't felt important come up to, to me. colleen
2: <laughs> while she's enjoying her mozzarella sticks because she appreciates her bubble of privacy <laughs> thank no, you thank that you Could Gwyneth. not be further from That's the truth could
0: not be further from the truth for sure uh you want to know who my d-bag is i'm i'm ready to be done with this d-bag but i have to say it ari lyendike jr mm. is my d-bag again today This time because of this. I saw this headline and I went into full-blown eye-roll mode. Ari Leyendeck Jr. and Lauren Burnham have revealed that they are thinking of eloping. They're they're thinking about just running to Vegas and just getting married. uh,
2: Point of uh, fact or point of content. uh, I have a question.
0: Yeah, what's your question?
2: Um, If you're thinking of eloping,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. isn't that when you... Don't tell people you're yeah. going to get married. You
0: do it, and then you tell people <laughs> yeah. later. You
2: don't tell people you're gonna you're thinking elope. Of eloping. That's not eloping. No, that's okay.
0: Planning that's a very small I, ceremony I, yeah. in Las Vegas. That's All I wanted to know. Well, they told this to People Magazine, and here's my thing about that. Listen, do you do whatever you feel like you need to do if you want to, but that no, Lauren, honey, honey, wake up, babe, because. I think we already have enough evidence that Ari is not good at making split-second snap judgment decisions, right? Remember, he got engaged to, to Becca because last-minute decision, and then to see how that worked out. So you don't want to go hastily to Vegas and go to ye wedding chapel and get married by that Vegas impersonator, yeah. that or that Elvis impersonator, because he's going to leave you, honey, in a couple weeks. I'm just saying.
2: And it. he's probably going to cheat on her because I don't know if you've seen the stories about him. I haven't. He's a cheater, cheater, cheater pants. Oh, Okay, he's gross. Yeah.
0: Becca, you did a good job. Run far. Thank you.
2: Bye. Yeah, bye.
0: All right. Um, I'm trying to get in my Zen space because I know what's coming. And it is our throwback live at 145. This is a daily game we are playing where we listen to vintage pieces of audio. And
2: I basically win.
0: Bradley has won three days in a row He's yes! feeling very cocky I am trying to get into my zen space Holly because-
2: tried to steal my thunder yesterday How so? Because you were like, but you didn't get the majority of the majority
0: We don't need to split hairs the What we do need is, to do is get ready to For the play point again. is that
2: I won Okay, Three days in a row, mm-hmm. we'll see if I do it again
0: we will see the throwback live at 145 coming up after this on my yeah! talk 1071. Throwback live at 145 is on get the ready. horizon on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at My Talk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh we are about to play the game that has captured the nation
2: the nation? Mm -hmm. What? Yes,
0: no, sell it, okay? Okay. It's the Mm. Throwback Live at 145. I feel the
2: need, the need thirsty. Well, a a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of night, palm of the morning. Alrighty then. It's
1: Throwback Throwback Live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 145.
2: Go ahead, make my day.
1: Here's Holly Roberts. Yes! Do it! Time once again for Colleen and Bradley's Throwback Live at 145. Here's how the game works. We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. Could be anything. The first to identify three clips will win the throwback live at 145. Bradley and Colleen will buzz in by yelling out their own first names. That's how the game works.
0: We're psyching each other out by making faces <sighs> at each other right, all right. now. Well, wow, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, so wow. uh,
1: She's all business. <laughs> I'm all business. We got to play these clips. I, I'm interested right. to see who's going to win today. I feel like the s- clips I've selected, some appeal to Colleen, some may appeal to Bradley. Ooh, okay. So we shall right. see. Let's right. play the first vintage pop culture audio clip. Life moves pretty fast.
0: Colleen! Yeah, that's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yes,
2: it is! Yes, Yes, it is! is. Let's finish the clip. Here it is. You got one. Stop. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Oh, God. That was a good one. That was a good one. Good job. Good job.
1: Matthew Broderick from Ferris Bueller's Mm -hmm. Day Off. Colleen has the first point. Let's move on to our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Please name either the name of this pop culture audio clip or who is performing it, I will accept either one. Oh,
2: Bradley Ducky. Ducky. That's Ernie from Sesame Street singing "Rubber Ducky, you're the one I had the album. Mm, that's right. <laughs> you're the one You make <laughs> bath time Lots so of fun Rubber Ducky, I'm awfully fond of you, you.
1: Oh. Yes, that's right. It's Ernie in the bathtub with his rubber ducky. God, that sounds so
2: disgusting. I'm Bradley Trainer And
1: I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the
0: Item.
2: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out
0: pretty sure that's jlo and ps the person behind all of this
2: is chris jenner
0: llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends
2: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel
1: hey, look it was the 70s hey, right kids. we did weird hey. things <laughs> Didn't things all right, playing the throwback live at one forty five. Colleen has one point, Bradley has another point. Let's move on to our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Identify where this came from. Bradley Trainer.
2: That is Star Trek.
1: Correct. This is the sound from Star Trek, the original series from back in the 60s. This was the sound.
2: Transporter? The,
1: the Transporter. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I would have never gotten that oh, one. Oh, come on. I really wouldn't oh. have. You know what I was thinking? Buck Rogers.
0: I'm not oh, joking. Yeah, well,
2: Buck. beep. beep, 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 beep. That would have been Buck Rogers. That's what I said.
0: Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. Wow. Throwing it back. I'm not throwing I lo- it back Oh, man. That far. I loved that. Sorry. Okay. All right. Okay. Colin Lindstrom
1: has one point. Bradley Trainer has two points in our uh, throwback live at 145. Now, if Bradley guesses this vintage pop culture audio clip correctly, then he wins the game. So, Colleen. I hate Colleen, being in this position. I hate
2: this. Colleen, Colleen it's, it's time to just, rally. Just, you know, keep in mind, yesterday I was in this position and I won. All right. It's possible that you might win, too.
0: Oh, that was like the most encouraging thing you've ever said. That's (laughs) wonderful. That was amazing. Thank you. I didn't
2: want you to be totally miserable. All right. All right. right. right.
1: And I'm going to play this vintage pop uh, culture audio clip. Please identify who is in this vintage pop culture audio clip. (laughs) Colleen Colleen Lindstrom. (laughs) Who was that? That is...
0: Daffy Duck.
1: (gasps) Colleen, no, Bradley Dang it, dang it, dang it. I I was going back and
0: forth. Oh my gosh, I'm so mad at myself right now.
2: Bradley? What did you say? You said it was Daffy Duck. (sighs) I don't know what it is. Really? Um. Really? Wow. <laughs> really? It's Fine, not-
1: nobody gets a point. I'm going to play it one more time since you can't answer it.
2: Wow. 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 That's Donald Duck. Oh god, Donald Duck! Oh my god, we're dumb. I know. We're so dumb. Uh, trust me, I know. We are so dumb. You sure are. Because
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that was the only
2: duck I could think of. Yeah. Oh
1: man. That was Donald Duck from yeah. a vintage. I'm so well, disappointed. Cartoon. In myself, you have yeah. no
2: idea. Yeah, All right, well, so- We did that yesterday. We got one. Yeah, yeah,
1: one terribly wrong. Okay. Well, that means that today's game may just end in a tie, or else Bradley Trainer is going to win it. So, so Colleen, awful. the pressure is on. Come on. At the throwback live at one forty-five. We're going right. to tie it up. We're going to play our vi- fifth vintage pop culture audio clip. Please identify what is happening in the following.
2: Bradley Trainer. That's Match Game, the theme song. Match Game, yeah, probably 75, but that doesn't matter. That's right. Gene Rayburn, anyone? Keep asking. Oh my gosh, he's gloating.
1: <laughs> well, Bradley Trainer just won the throwback live at 145. He guessed... How many is that? Well, that's four in a row that Bradley Trainer has won the throwback live I'm gonna at I'm going to let you have this week, okay? And then
0: I'm going to bring the heat. Do you have that? Do you understand? I mean, I thought
2: you were already trying to bring the heat. No.
0: My heat has not been brought in yet. Mm, well, Bradley Trainer, yeah, I did.
1: Bradley Trainer, what did you win today? Well, oh, Bradley yeah, Trainer, tell me. Bradley Trainer, you just won a wonderful Ford Fiesta. Nice. Wow, mm. beautiful hatchback vehicle with stick shift and no wheel drive. Congratulations, Bradley <laughs> Trainer. The gas mileage
0: on that. I'm so wondering. so
2: far this week, I've gotten rice aroni. Um, did I get a dishwasher? You got, you got a trip to Acapulco. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to Acapulco. Mm-hmm and uh i got a ford fiesta what was Exciting. my gift? i don't remember
0: okay. bragging rights she
2: took really seriously
0: <laughs> um speaking of bringing the heat you oh, guys i'm
2: sorry did you want me to just lay down and be like i'm sorry i won because what would you be doing right now if you won gloating okay yeah but you, um, su-
1: you should still feel some shame for not getting that donald i do yeah, well, trust me go.
0: i do and i'm going to eat about it later so All leave right. me alone no. um Sounds speaking of speaking of bringing the heat, uh, I really can bring the heat. I can bring the heat back from the sun oh, for you. Do you know how I can do that? No, how? I'm going to the sun. Okay, well, and you can
2: too. Um,
0: I know you think I feel I'm like joking. That's a death
2: sentence. No. Okay, tell me more.
0: NASA is launching a Parker Solar Probe uh, this summer. Okay, and the probe is going to travel closer to our star, the sun. Closer than any other mission has ever gotten to the sun. Any spacecraft has ever gotten to the sun. And you have the opportunity to submit your name to ride along on this probe. And I did it this morning. It could not be
2: easier. Are you going to do it? Well, I mean, yeah, you said it could not be easier. How do I do it?
0: You do it by going to, they've supplied supplied a link for you, which I'm actually going to put up on the website uh, after the show today. And all you have to do is just, like, put your name and your email in, and then it, then you get an email from them, and you just confirm that it's you, and then your name will be added to a microchip that will be aboard the Parker Solar Probe mission, which is scheduled to launch this very summer. They're taking names through April 27th, and you could go to, sp- your name can go to space. Oh, I just did it. How right, cool is that, space. right? Yeah. Uh, The spacecraft is about the size of a small car. I know you want to know these things. And it's going to travel directly into the sun's atmosphere.
2: I mean, does it burn up? So basically, this is just an...
0: Well, it's going to be collecting information. So it's not like it's going to... this mission is going to be something that they will use then information from, which is kind of a cool thing. And our names are going to be on it along with the names of any other person who wants to be going to the sun. You know what else is cool? What?
2: I'm a winner. (sighs) No. (sighs) Okay. Okay. Much.
0: I've moved on. Oh,
2: really? Have you?
0: I've moved on. Have you? We will revisit it again tomorrow.
2: I do want to say though, I hope people are enjoying that segment. Like if uh, you play along at home, I you know we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> do you love listening?
0: Do you love listening to Bradley Wynn at our I, new look, segment? It's close every Just, day. You know, write in and compliment. To Holly's point, a lot.
2: You, uh, you really held your own. I'm gonna bring. Today the was the first tomorrow. day you didn't get two, at least two.
0: I think I feel like you're trying to be nice.
2: I don't know what else to say. Misheard song
0: lyric.